today's theme is about uh, meditation and jhana, uh, samadhi, which means collectiveness in the sense of, for example, if you want to make a fire, we have to go out and collect wood and then put it on a heap. And that's, you know, where the root of this word of samadhi comes from, collecting the mind together so that it can shine a light on what's happening. And you know, there's different levels of samadhi. And the deepest one and spoken a lot about in the suttas is jhanic samadhi, absorption. But also through continuous mindfulness, we can develop a certain level of samadhi, which is actually sufficient for insight to happen. And, you know, any kind of samadhi, chanic samadhi or momentary samadhi, they are all only temporary liberations of the mind. You know, temporary amounts of time where the mind is still, where the hindrances are not active and where the mind can see much clearer than usual. So they are all, you know, all levels of samadhi are in the service of insight. And then, you know, they are truly liberating. Whereas any level of concentration or samadhi is just temporary. And then when we get up from the cushion, the hindrances cloud the mind again and Things happen, you know, which we later might regret. So it's really important to notice that even chanic samadhi is only temporary and requires quite controlled conditions, whereas continuous mindfulness is something we can integrate in our daily lives much easier. at least and that's the intention and in the tradition Ayananda Bodhi and I have been trained in, in England it was all about you know integrating the mindfulness in daily life in community life with all its challenges and using that environment with mindfulness for insight rather than withdrawing into a very controlled environment so that we can have uh, chanic levels of samadhi, which is necessary for most people who practice in this way. There's exceptions, but generally that's what the situation requires often. And we can just start again, like setting up mindfulness with the body sitting and breathing in and breathing out and recollecting you know, why we are sitting here
and just becoming aware of the body breathing in and breathing out and then allowing the mind to be filled with that experience of breathing mindfulness then again taking an interest in the breath of energy to just stay with the object of the meditation. The first three factors of awakening. Letting go of tension and a modicum of contentment, just being with the experience. mind wanders off, just not getting involved, just staying with the body breathing. And allowing the body and mind just to settle and get calm.
collected and more unified. Just a natural unfolding and then becoming more spacious and equanimous but at the same time staying connected with the object. So having a sense of perspective on our experience with equanimity. which strengthens, again, mindfulness and clear comprehension. So this process of settling and collecting the mind is a progressive letting go. It's not getting anything. It's not gaining anything. It's just letting go, really. Letting go of excess baggage, which is not necessary, which is actually deluding us. Because we tend to project that extra luggage onto our experience and if we're letting it go, clarity arises. The capacity to be with our experience and at the same time have space around it connected and spacious, that's what equanimity is all about, not turning away, not wanting to be involved, it's a much more easeful way of being involved. with the spaciousness of the equanimity, the boundless space. We are inside of that boundless space. We are boundless space as well. And it doesn't end at the wall of this room. It goes on, out, expanding.
we are actually living in an expanding universe. We can use that the spaciousness as an object, letting go of the body breathing, but connecting with the spaciousness. Just allowing the mind to open. Spaciousness and the silence. One way of connecting with the spaciousness is also listening to the silence behind the sound of the air conditioning. The silence from which all sounds arise. And if the mind again starts thinking about something, it contracts again and becomes very small. And then we drop that thought and come back to the silence, to the space. And we are still aware of the body sitting here. But it sits inside of space. boundless space, infinite space. It's actually infinite space is the name of the first of the higher jhanas. That's of course not a charming state now, but it's an approximation. It's a temporary liberation of the mind through attending to infinite space. Using that as an object. Object doesn't have to be a small thing can be infinite. And then the next chanic state would be infinite consciousness. And we can get an approximation of that by attending to that which knows boundless space. Dropping the space and just being aware of the knowing because only boundless consciousness, boundless knowing can know boundless space. So being aware of that which knows the boundlessness.
taking the knowing as a home base for the mind. Just for now. So we don't have an object in the sense of breath or body or anything, we're just aware of knowing is aware of itself, it's just a subject, subject is aware of subject. Just knowing as without knowing the knowing as such, knowing, knowing. And then the next step, the next next step would be this fear of nothingness and here we can we can just drop the I behind the knowing the I am knowing just dropping that and just being the knowing no subject no object just knowing Being the knowing, temporary liberation of the mind. The mind is boundless, not grasping anything. And then we can either sit like this for longer or start to turn again to impermanence, noticing impermanence. And paying attention to the sound, the air conditioning, or paying attention to 
sensations in the body. So a mind which is uh, boundless and at ease is much more capable to really discern impermanence. And then they allow that seeing to translate into wisdom and compassion through digesting it and through living it also. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.